Microphones set up. Uh, we'd ask if you have a word uh, from the Lord that you would go to one of the microphones. Uh, we want to be able to have everyone hear it and everyone record it. Father, we come to you today through the blood of Jesus Christ. We come today, Father God, to the throne room of our Almighty God. We come today to the mighty power of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come into this place now to confirm your word and to manifest the glory of Jesus Christ. Come, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name. If you have a word or interpretation, just go to the microphone. I am the Lamb of God. I am he that was born of a virgin who traveled upon this earth doing great and mighty miracles. I am he that was crucified. I am he that was died, who shed his blood. I am he that rose again. I am he who walks with you. I left not this world alone. 
but I left the Holy Spirit, that he who would guide and comfort you. Behold, I am in your midst. I am here to meet your needs. I am he that heals. I am he that delivers. I am he that gives life and life more abundant. Behold, the Lamb of God. Anyone else just go to the microphones? Hallelujah. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, God confirms his word. I had that before Tony. I said, Lord, I'm just going to wait to see if someone else shares. But that is the message from the Lord that he is with us. Behold, I am with you today. I just want to... Amen. 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 I'm just going to wait a while. Good morning, church. Um, I have a message. From um, last Sunday, we learned about John 15. And I was uh, listening to us um, her preaching online, and the same verse came up. And a repeated message always means something. Um, and there's uh, these few messages. Yesterday, I was having a devotion in the evening before I went to bed. And I actually felt a voice directing me to take a pen and a paper and write it down because God wants to address somebody in here. And um, his name is Emily. Her name is Emily. I'm saying his. Her name is Emily. I've never met her. She doesn't know me. But I felt like there's a message that God wants her to know. So I am going to read what I wrote down yesterday. Uh, as I was being directed to just write it down, and I'm like, why am I writing down? God said, you have to go and say this today. Don't, don't be afraid. I've never stood here to say anything. And I'm probably, some of you are wondering why I'm even standing here. But this, is me this message is from God, and I want you to listen. And if this is for you, make sure you go talk to God and tell me everything else you want to say. So I will read this, what, what, what I wrote down last night. And it says, remain in me, and I will remain in you. Apart from me, you, do you can do nothing. It is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. I love each other, love each other as I have loved you. You are my friend if you do what I command. The Father will give you whatever you ask in his name. Emily, I don't know who you are, but this message is for you, and I'm going to say this again. This message is for you, Emily. I don't know which Emily, but I'm really convinced that I should say this today and right now. Um, so, I, Emily, God loves you. He wants you to know that he has been listening to you pray all the time. Don't be afraid to keep praying, even when you do not want to. One of these days, I will give you what you have always wanted. 
And again, I'll provide you with everything and even more. And that's the message. God bless you all. Anyone else? Amen. Go ahead, Heather. Uh, when Tony said um, that uh, he is with us, uh, that is true, but also he is pleased with us. Mm. He's pleased with us, and he knows uh, many of us have had a really difficult week this week, but just remember, he is with you, he is pleased with you, and he says, just keep going. Mm. Amen. Amen. If my word is in you, ask and shall be given. <laughs> Which corresponds with what our sister said. Yes. <coughs> so God is speaking today. God is speaking, and he's saying something very specific to us. And I don't know what kind of week you've had. I know the kind of week I've had. I want to thank the people who have been praying for me. Some people have gotten in touch with me. And without me saying anything, uh, people were praying all this week, uh, which was astounding and wonderful, and it's the way our God is. You are not alone. You are not walking through life alone. You are not uh, without somebody walking by your side, and that somebody is Jesus. Jesus said that he would heal. He said that he would deliver. He said that he would strengthen us. He said that he would give us guidance, and that's what he will do, and that's what he's doing here this morning. It's one of the beautiful things about the body is that God knows the week you've had. I don't, and God is able to speak into it and reassuring us this morning that he is with us. Many of us are going through circumstances that we don't understand. You don't know why it isn't different. You don't know why it hasn't changed yet. But I'll tell you that God is speaking. There was a wonderful picture I got this morning downstairs as I was asking God, do you have anything you want to say, anything you want to speak? And it again goes along with what, is, what God is saying to us, that he's with us. And the picture I had was of somebody groping in the dark, trying to find their way. And then they find a rock. Okay, I got a rock here. And then you grope and look around, and, then, and there's another rock. And God was saying, and then the, the last I saw, and I, this part was particular to me, but standing and having clear view, everything open. You may be in a period of your life where you're just looking for the rocks and trying to find the way to go. But what God is saying, that he will make sure you have those rocks. He will make sure you have what you need so that you know the direction 
of your life. That as we abide in him, this is what our sister was saying, and though it was aimed at Emily, we also know that what is most personal is most universal. That word is also applicable to all of us, that if we stay and we abide with Christ, and as we abide that, there's nothing profound about that. It's the simple daily decision that when you wake up, today I'm going to walk for Jesus. You're not going to do it perfectly. I don't do it perfectly. Nobody does it perfectly. But abiding in Christ is not about being perfect. It's about making that willful determination in our lives that we're going to do what we need to do to be with Christ, in Christ. The Bible, prayer, church, personal kind of reflection on our lives. These are all things that cause us to abide with Christ, to be able to take his word as he speaks it to us and say, this is true no matter what anything else is saying in the world. This is true. And what did God rehearse to us this morning? Of all the things he could have said this morning, he said, I'm with you. Of all the things he could have told us about what's going on with politics, he could have told us what's going on with COVID, he could have told us, he didn't say any of that. He said, I want you to know that I am with you. And if you abide in me, I will give you whatever it is you ask. The Father will give it to you. This is a wonderful thing. That Jesus does heal and he does deliver. And you may not be at that point of healing yet that you want to be. But keep looking for the rocks. Keep looking for the rocks. You may not see the full future that you want to have. Keep looking for the rocks. Keep going in that direction. God is saying that he is with you this morning. I don't know how many people this week may have felt that God wasn't with them. We go through that. We have those times. And sometimes you have to hold on with everything that you have to believe that God is with you, but he is with you. And he desires to be with us more than we would really understand. He loves us and he wants to be with us. So, Father, we just pray this morning. Let us open our hearts And open our souls and open our beings, Father God, so that you can move in our lives. So that, Father God, you can come and you can be in our life. I pray this morning for those who, Father God, maybe are not walking in the way that they want to walk and you want them to walk and to have that closeness. I just pray, Father God, right now that, Lord, you would put a yes in our hearts for that. Today may be the beginning of the rest of our lives with you. New starts today, Father God. New beginnings. And I just pray, Father God, for those that are in that situation that need a new beginning this morning. I just pray if that's you, you're just feeling you need a new beginning. You just want to stand and we're just going to believe for you. And we're just going to believe that God is speaking. It could be a new beginning in any area of your life, but a new beginning. Father, we stand in obedience, in agreement. Father God, in obedience and agreement for the new beginning. 
The Lord says in a piece of scripture, and he's been saying to us that he's doing a new thing. We talked about this before. And in part of that, it says, don't look back at the old stuff. Don't look back in the past. And there's some of us that need to leave the past behind. God is going over and over and over this because this is part of healing. This is the way we heal is to let go of some of the stuff that's in the past. I don't know if it's stuff that was done to you, stuff that you did, mistakes you made. But God is saying today that he is doing a new thing in your life. And I don't say that lightly. I believe if you're in this church, God is doing a new thing in your life. And that you can, you have permission this morning to let go of the past. And that includes the fears that you have about the future. The fears that you have about your life. The fears that you may have about where everything is going. To let that go. Because today is a new beginning for you. Father, I pray, first of all, the thing I feel to pray for is power. Power into the lives of your children, Father. I pray for an overcoming power. Uh, Claudio, I see chains breaking. Uh, I'm not saying that. You and I know each other. I'm not reading into anything. I could just make that up if I wanted to. But I feel chains, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time, time for the chains to break. And you're not going to break them. God's going to break them. And Father, we just pray for Claudio right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak in the authority that you have given us as the church to take authority over powers, principalities, and darkness. Angels do warfare, and we break that chain that is causing Claudio to be held back, Father, in ways that only you and he know. But Father, we release him today in Jesus' name. We speak release, freedom, and just a, and that's right, Claudio, that is a physical thing, to just let that go. You're going to notice it over the next period of time, especially over the next two weeks. You'll notice something different, something's changed. But Father, you, it is not God's will for you to be in bondage. How many feel they're in bondage to something? This isn't confession, it's just reality, okay? Father... I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would break these bondages. Father, I pray for a breaking of the bondages that are in the eyes of what we're looking at and the way we're seeing things. We just command that to be broken this morning. We release people from bondages of the eyes. Father, in the area of people that are being lied to about themselves, who they are, what they are, and who you are, I release them this morning in the name of Jesus. We release them into the truth of who you are, Father God, a supernatural change in the mind, Father. And Lord, those who are, have a physical bondage, it's an addiction, it is some kind of a controlling thing, Father, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, just flow through this place and break those bondages. That which held will not hold anymore. That which obstructs will not obstruct anymore. That which is put down will be released and we speak them coming up in the name of Jesus. A rebirth almost in Jesus' name. Father, we reach out and receive that from you today. Because, Father, you are here. You told us you are here to heal. You are here to deliver. You are here, Father God, to bring us into the fullness that you want in our life. Father, for those new beginnings, 
There's people here, I can feel it, that are making some decisions. They're saying, I don't want this anymore. I don't know what I'm going to, but I don't want what I had. I want what is available to me. And I just really feel a yes in that. It's just right now, invite Jesus. Do a, a prayer in your head. Just invite Jesus into your life and to give you a new beginning, a new beginning today. Doors opening, Father God. Doors are going to open that were previously closed. And the Lord would say about the reason that the door was closed. I don't know who I'm speaking to. The door was closed because it just wasn't time. It wasn't because you were doing something wrong. It just wasn't time. But the door is opening now. There's going to be some doors opening. And so, Father, we just thank you that you are the governor of our life and our time. And you know the perfect time when we have to have something done and when you are going to do something. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for the new beginnings this morning, Father. In Jesus' name. I just feel to wait some more. There's something moving, um, and we're just going to wait. Um, if you feel anything, you can come to the microphones. Um, just going to wait. I know this is a little strange. Um, it's a strange way to do church for the way that most people do church. But we believe that this is a place where we come to meet Jesus. And we don't want to restrain him in any way, shape, or form. We could just do a program, and I could do a 20-minute sermon and stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we have chosen to allow the Holy Spirit to lead in our services. And this is what that looks like, sitting and listening and waiting. So if you get a word or a sense of something, just uh, come and speak it in the microphone, something you feel God might want to do. I just feel to wait. when you say about uh, I don't know how to say it in English that sometimes we, get, we, we don't get answers and then you start condemning yourself or according to your character yeah. you think oh maybe God doesn't answer me because of this and then some people start judging you like yeah. oh because of this or because what you are, you are going through it's uh, it's like a case, but when you say this, sometimes God is quiet. It doesn't it doesn't mean he doesn't know you. That's right. So, but it's not easy for me to explain it in English. So that's what I was feeling. Mm. Yes, that's beautiful, Monica. Th we can get in those situations where we're not hearing from God. And we don't know what's happening. Boy, oh boy, that space can get filled with a lot of voices. They'll come through people, especially if you're, like Monica said, if you're having a difficult time, those voices will come. And trust me, the devil will tell you his version of the story. And it won't be anything encouraging. It will make you feel like it's your fault 
you did something wrong. That's why this is happening. And God is not with you. That's his vocabulary. And remember, he comes to lie, cheat, steal, murder. That is his job. And if we don't believe that, look at what's happening in the world. So God is saying this morning through what Monica said, saying if you're feeling condemned or if you're feeling that because you don't hear God, there's something wrong with you, that is not true. That God is with you. God is with you in the silence. I think he's more with us in the silence than he is in the noise. It's in those quiet times, those lonely quiet times, that we have to draw into him. The idea, you've heard it, we've said it many times. We have things in cars called GPS, Global Positioning Systems, or God's Positioning Systems. And what it does, and you know the story, Joel did it, we played it one day, is that when you're driving down the highway with a GPS, I've done it. If you've driven with a GPS, I know this has happened to you, especially if you're going someplace you don't know. It's not saying anything. You're driving down the highway. It's been 15, 20 minutes. It's not saying anything. You're going, first thing you say, is there something wrong with this? The first thing we say, is there something wrong with God? When we don't hear the voice. But as soon as it comes that you need to make a turn off the highway, guess what happens? The GPS comes alive. And you go, oh, wonderful. I'm still going in the right direction. It's working. Well, it was working all along. Just it wasn't speaking. And in that quiet and in that time of unknowing, what happens is you and I, we will get scared. We, now understand, you and I and you and I, we're all children. We think we're adults, but we're actually children. If you don't believe that, look at the way we act sometimes when we don't get our own way, when we don't have what we think we deserve, we're kids screaming in the candy aisle at the grocery store. That's what we turn into. But God is saying this morning, don't allow yourself to feel condemned. Don't listen to the devil's story because he knows that you and I are just kids. We're all just trying to find our way. We're all just kind of running around God's knees saying, God, how do we do this world we live in? How do I handle the relationship issues I'm having? What do I do with this quiet that you're not speaking? We're all running around there, bumping into each other a lot, and it's wonderful. But God this morning is saying, don't worry. When you need to hear me, you will hear me. Now, that's a word of the Lord for somebody this morning. When you need to hear me, you will hear me. God will make sure. It's a promise to you. God will make sure you will hear what you need to hear. But going back to the word from our sister, if we abide in him, everything depends. The answered prayers, the healings, the deliverances, all of these things, these wonderful things that we know God does, these wonderful things that we need him to do and want him to do, it is dependent on this one thing. If that we abide in him, that we do everything within our ability to be close with God. Amen. It varies for each of you. My way of being close with God 
is not necessarily your way of being close with God. My way of doing it is maybe not your way of doing it. Uh, I know Roseanne, we talk, Roseanne gets up at four in the morning. She'd hate me saying that, but she gets up at four in the morning. I do not get up at four in the morning, but I do later on in the morning. Some people do it another way. Some people read scripture every day. Some people read it every second. Nonetheless, however it happens, that is the abiding in Christ that is needed because you will never hear the voice. You'll never hear the GPS if you have not learned to hear the word of God, to hear the spirit of God. It takes work. It doesn't happen like that. So coming to church and, and learning as we are learning here how to listen and how to hear God, it's so important. Anyone else with a thought? Anyone else? In Ephesians chapter 6, a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Mm. It's interesting that word strategies. We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth, the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Mm. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. That's beautiful. He was God talking again about the persistence of prayer mm. and praying one for another in the body of Christ. So I trust, trust that God will add his blessing to that word. It, it really is the truth that we need to understand that we are in a war. We've said it before, and, and it is true. But uh, it's, it's a wonderful reminder, Bill. Uh, being alone with God... Uh, has some very, very powerful results. We don't do it enough. We don't, we don't take that time sometimes to really be alone. Sometimes you do it for a day or something. It's really productive. And sometimes he pulls us away himself. But it's all for our good. God's trying to teach us how to hear. It's singularly the most important thing that you and I have to do is to learn how to hear God because there's so many voices that are coming at us. And we are living in a time where media is so strong and so powerful, but it's so important that we hear what God is saying to us. He has a message, an individual walk for each of you, and God wants you to know it. He hasn't, God never leaves anyone behind. People can stay behind, but he doesn't leave them behind. 
of his doing, sometimes we just won't follow. We just won't do it. But for us here today, I believe God is speaking to us and saying that he's with us. The healing, I got to go back to the healing. Don't give up on the belief for healing, especially around mental health issues, but all forms of healing, relationship healing. Don't, uh, some people want to have a more powerful voice speaking outside this church about Christ. There's some people that have really been thinking about how they can connect and how they can speak to other people about Christ. Not everybody has that inclination. I mean, we all want to do it in some degree, but I'm just feeling this morning that there's some people that really are looking for how to do that. And I just want you to stand because I think God's going to to give you words and give you creative ways to speak to people and to break through the culture barrier and be able to speak about Christ with people. Father, we just pray this morning for those seeking that. Father, we just pray and believe that you are going to, again, it's a situation of opening doors and it's a situation of having creative, unique ways to do it. And as we wait on you, as we wait to listen, Father, you're going to show us how to do it. And I just speak breakthrough, Father God, over those issues right now in Jesus' name, that those doors will open. There's really going to be some connections made. Um, there's, I just see like connections coming together between you and certain people. So, Father, uh, just help us not to give up, not to get discouraged about it. But you're going to give us creative ways, especially in the area of family, uh, some creative ways to reach our families, uh, Father. Yes. And we thank you for it. Amen. We believe it's going to happen. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Gary, do you have anything? I, I, I think you do. The Lord says, I have you in my heart, but we're coming to the place where we will know that when we stand in a fire, as those three men did in the furnace, the Lord was with them. He's in the same fire that we're in now. He's with us, and when we reach, we reach in, because I have filled your bank, says the Lord. I have given you my word. Do not deviate from my word. My word is my word. I am my word, says the Lord, and I will not change for anyone. I am the word, and nothing will change me, and I am victorious, and you will be victorious when you learn to reach within and bring out my Holy Spirit, which I gave you as a gift mm -hmm. to use. Yeah, the beautiful thing, what he's saying, thank you, Jerry, is that whole thing about the GPS saying he's just confirming this, the message God's trying to give us this morning from the very beginning of this service to the end. I am with you. Amen. You don't have to go somewhere to find me. I am in you. If you want to know what the Spirit of God, what the Spirit of God being in the temple looks like, go back and read about Solomon's temple when they dedicated Solomon's temple and the Spirit came into the temple. Read that and that will tell you what lives in you. And so, Father, we just thank you this morning for the way that you've spoken through the body. Uh, you have given us your word that you were with us. I don't know why, Father God, this morning it was so powerful about you are with us. 
and that you want us to abide with you and that you're going to heal us and that you're going to deliver us and that, Father God, you're going to answer the prayers as we abide in you. Father, we trust it this morning. You're giving us this tremendous mandate this morning. And, Lord, feelings will fail us. Father God, even friends will fail us. Sometimes we won't hear the GPS. Sometimes it'll be like the whole world's coming at us. But, Father, your word will never fail. Your word will stand, Father God. So on the word we believe and on the word we will succeed, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Wow. Do you have anything, Steph? I think you do. (laughs) It's really just super consistent with what everyone else has been saying, but I was just feeling God saying, in that quiet, in that rest, in the silence, you just, just be happy. Just have joy and enjoy my quiet presence with you. Yes. Every morning when you wake up, just rest in it and just feel it. Yes. Yeah. It's so beautiful, Steph. It's, you know, I was thinking about it this morning. Um, many of you know what it's like to be in the war. And many of you know what it's like to wake up without joy. And to wake up with, oh. So what Steph is saying, if you're waking up <laughs> and you have the opportunity to choose joy and the opportunity to just sit and bask in God, use it. Just enjoy where you are. Enjoy the sunshine. Go out and walk along the beach or visit friends or whatever. Enjoy it. And there is something to enjoy. In all that we've talked about, it's a good reminder, Steph, that there is joy in the world. There are beautiful sunrises and beautiful stars and there are wonderful things to experience Yes, we talked a lot about the war this morning. We talked a lot about struggle, and it is hard. But God is also saying at the end as we close on it, there is joy. There's joy in the morning. So you may not have it this morning, but you're going to get it, and it's going to come. But sometimes we, it's our time to walk through trial, and it's our time to walk through silence, and it's our time to walk through the adversity. But it won't always be that way. So thank you for that, Steph.